Sunday morning emergency DFS Money Maker podcast. I am Jesse Wilkins. Joining me on the phone once again is Rob Coakley. Rob, how are you? I'm good. Of course, we uh, missed doing an episode on the week that I actually smashed, so that was good. Ah, well, congratulations on smashing that week. How? Uh, who? Who was the big money maker play for you? Or there must have been several. Uh, well, I did real well on DraftKings last week. I came in 12th in the $100 single entry. Oh, wow. And Yeah, so, and then, like, there's a $10 hidden league with no rake that I came in fifth. And I think I came in, like, 600th in the in the Millie Maker with one team. So, good week. Good week. Nice, dude. Congratulations. So, um, we are back. This is, uh, what is this, week 10 now? It is. Week 10 in the NFL uh, things are crazy this week, so uh, definitely sit back, grab a coffee, get dialed in, get ready to make some uh, cold hard cash with some uh, very interesting plays because today is bonkers, as we alluded to earlier. So felt that we need to get this podcast out there and help you guys out with setting your lineups. So let's jump right into it. Uh, what is your favorite matchup of the day? Let me put you on the spot there. Uh, well, I mean, I think everyone's favorite matchup really is that Atlanta-Dallas game, uh, which it makes a ton of sense. It's It's got a high total. Everyone in this game, especially on the Dallas side, is viable. But I think, like, the sneaky game that people should be looking at is the Minnesota Chargers game, to be honest. I think that game has potential of really popping off. So, like, I'm really keying in on those two games. There's a few others that I'm looking at getting some correlation with, but I'm building a lot around those two games and then um, correlating other games with, with like a wide receiver versus wide receiver or, you know, the standard builds. Exactly. All right. So let's, uh, let's jump into it. Let's get into our favorite stacks of the week. So um, we'll do an expensive option and then a cheaper option. For me, uh, if we're starting expensive, uh, just to go back to that Atlanta and Dallas game, I do love Dak with any of his options here, either going CD Lamb or Amari Cooper, and uh, I also like Zeke today. So, uh, and then you could bring it back with a Kyle Pitts or Cordell Patterson if you're feeling frisky. Uh, what are you, what's your favorite stack of the day? I mean, Dak is going to be my most on quarterback. I'm going to be stacking him with everybody in every which way. He's going to be double stacked a lot for me. I'm going to have him double-stacked with the wide receivers, but I'm also going to double-stack him with the tight end here and there with Schultz and one of the wideouts, or also with one of the wideouts and Zeke. I just think that you can go multiple ways with Dak this week. So I have my stacks built with Dak for, for you know, skinny stacks with just one player, but I also have them double-stacked with uh, some of the other ones. Nothing wrong with that. Any interest but, in the Atlanta side of the ball? I'm definitely playing Kyle Pitts is going to be my most owned tight end this week. Tight end is just gross this week, right? Like, absolutely. We're literally missing all the all the top end guys. We're missing Kelsey. We're missing Lawler. Yeah, they we're face off Kittle. tonight. Is that correct? So it, it's 
Pitts for sure. Um, you can go Cordero Patterson. If you really wanted to go one of the wide receivers, like a Russell Gage or Alameda Zacchaeus, you could if you wanted to. I'm not really yeah. looking that way. Tournament, tournament plays but, actually do have a little bit of Gage going. Um, yeah, I, mean, I don't hate it. They're going to have to throw on these guys to keep up, and that only helps Cordell Patterson because he's, you know, he's going to catch the ball more than he runs the ball. So he'll be utilized. Yeah. Um, you've seen Gage get more involved with Ridley being out, and then Kyle Pitts. He'll probably be higher owned, but um, he should be a good play today. Let's move on to another game here. So uh, the other game that you had alluded to earlier is Minnesota um, at L.A., and I do like this game. I do have some uh, Herbert stacks going, so. Mike Williams is relatively cheap on FanDuel. I believe he was under 7K, so uh, you could go with him or Keenan Allen, uh, bring it back. You could um, you get any of these guys going, really. And uh, with the uh, Austin Eckler is also playable. Do you create a stack where, I know you had just mentioned it in Dallas, pairing Zeke with some of these guys. Would you do the same thing on the Chargers and pair Austin Eckler with one of these wide receiving options, stack it with Herbert, or do you try to stay away from that? Even more so um, with a team like the Chargers, because if I'm playing, so like just a little insight, right now I only have four quarterbacks in my player pool. Like it's Prescott, Allen, Hurts, and Herbert. And when I play a guy like Herbert, I'm only double stacking Herbert, right? Like, because for Herbert to go off, he's got to throw four touchdowns. It's the Brady problem. Mm-hmm. Um, where like they can have big games, but if they don't throw like four to five touchdowns, like, they're not, like, hitting their absolute ceiling. So, like, if I'm playing Herbert, he's always going to be double-stacked for me. And Eckler's a receiving back, so I can I can double-stack him with with Keenan. I can double-stack him with Mike Williams. The only double-stack I don't run with Eckler would be, like, just Eckler and the tight end. So, like, if I'm double-stacking Eckler, I want him with one of the wide receivers. The same with the, with the tight end. I want the tight end with one of the wide receivers. I don't want to double stack with it just being the running back and tight end i hear that and for if you were to run out of tight end is it jared cook or are you making your way down to i think it's parham who's the other tight end over there i've been playing a ton of parham lately but with cook's price dropping the way it is it, it's cook this week for me um he's only projected under five percent ownership he's 5.2k on FanDuel, mm-hmm. so like that that He's just not going to be owned, and it's just a potential. He hasn't had a huge game, though, this year, so I understand. But, like, I, I am going to have some Jared Cook going. Not much, but a little bit. Yep, let's get into some other uh, some of these good matchups here. You get, you do have a... Uh... Well, the other side of the ball, too, is real interesting, I think, on that game with Minnesota. Oh, with Minnesota, I yeah. loved Dal- I love Dalvin Cook today. Dalvin Cook is um, expensive on FanDuel still expensive on DraftKings, but his ownership's under 20% projection. But what's really interesting is the wide receivers. You look at Justin Jefferson, under 10% projected ownership, and you got also um, Thielen, that's under 5% projected ownership, and this game could shoot out. So, like, if you're running if you're running a Chargers stack, you can run it back with either of those wide receivers, um, or you can one-off them, and just, like, no one's going to have them as one-off. You definitely could, absolutely. So I was just about to mention the um, sliding over to the Tampa Bay, coming back from the bye week, going against Washington. Um, I got a good amount of Mike Evans going here. You can stack Tom Brady with him if you want to. Um, the, the quarterbacks that you listed earlier, that's pretty much what I'm running today, except I don't really like to run Jalen Hurts, mainly because he's not good at I football. I love Jalen Hurts but, today. 
He's going against Denver. Uh, Denver will look good last week on defense, but we've mentioned it every week. You can just set it and forget it. Jalen Hurts is going to get there. He's going to get through his 20 points. It's what he does. He doesn't look good doing it. Um, but, you know, he's yeah, aver- averaging 22.5 points a week. It's fine. So yeah. you could definitely get him going. Um, I'm not opposed to Tom Brady, but I like the cheaper options. So, um, And I, I and I like one offering some of his pass catching, catching options, whether it's um, – Mike Evans or Godwin? Any update on Godwin? I know he was questionable going into the week. He's likely to play. I'm still going to be running a little bit of Tyler Johnson. I'm not stacking Brady. No, I don't, I I don't even hate week. it, like because Washington's a good a good uh, matchup for him. It's just his price point is just getting out of control, and he's getting there every week. But again, he's got to throw four to five touchdowns to make this to make this price worth it. And I just like the other guys upside around him a little more than some of the cheaper guys. So I love, I love like what he, I think he's going to throw three touchdowns today, but he needs to throw five. So Evans is like the lock play, um, rightfully so with the Godwin news, but he's only looking at 12% ownership. So Evans on Fandle is a, a great play. Uh, Godwin's still obviously, he's expensive as hell, but you could still play him. But I mean, Tyler Johnson, I think is a sneaky play. With Antonio Brown out, he got Gronk out, so you might see Tyler Johnson getting a few more targets than normal, and he's pretty cheap. Yeah, and then if we go to the other side, if you're talking about maybe running out McLaurin, I don't think it's a terrible idea. And then uh, Antonio Gibson's only 6,200. Obviously, Tampa has a decent run defense, not as good as last year, but still good enough to for people to get afraid to play running backs against him. Do you have any exposure to Antonio Gibson, or are you fading him this week? A little bit, but for me, I'm looking at J.D. McKissick because nobody's going to play him now. Like, So I was looking at McKissick before all this freaking crazy news broke um, at the beginning of the week, and I'm still going to play him some in tournaments because nobody's going to have McKissick. And game script-wise, they should be down, and McKissick should be getting a ton of the, ton of the touches out of the backfield, especially through the passing game. So like, I'm going to have some McKissick. I'm not going to go nuts with him, but... Uh, but to your point, yeah, I mean, we, we need to be playing Terry McLaurin. He's, he's, that's the way that you even compete with Tampa is throwing the football. And McLaurin has proven that he's one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah. So another game that you had mentioned actually via text, and we're talking about this kind of crazy news that's coming out today, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins um, might not play this game, which makes this Carolina and Arizona game almost completely avoidable. But not completely, because Christian McCaffrey's underpriced on FanDuel. Uh, James Conner is especially thra- you know been pushed into the lead role um, at running back. And you think with, uh, I don't think Cam Newton plays even. Uh, I'm sorry, this is the other side of the ball. So if if Kyler Murray doesn't play, then you think they're probably going to lead heavily on him anyways. So it, it could be an interesting day for James Conner. I think he'll be higher owned just because he put up like 40 points last week. I know because he was on my bench putting up 40 points last week, and I would have won the game if I had played him because he put up 40 points last week on my bench. Anyways, uh, 7K for James Conner. Um, what are you yeah, looking, looking at, at in this game? Yeah, 21% ownership yeah. for the day. It should definitely be higher. I think it's going to end up being higher than that. Yep. And at the price point, I understand the point Like of playing James Conner. I know why people are going to do it. It's just I, I, I'm going to take a stand on two guys this week and fade them, and James Conner's one of the guys I'm going to fade. And it could completely bite me in the ass, but we're trying to win tournaments here, and I think that we're just overlooking a lot of these expensive running backs that have, like, the absolute ceiling potential. 
So I'm going to fade Connor. Um, I think if you're playing anyone on the Arizona side of the ball, you could play A.J. Green. You could play Rondell Moore. I wouldn't get heavy exposure to him. No, I would go crazy. And then other news as well. I don't know how much this weighs into your fantasy options, but uh, Ben Roethlisberger out with the COVID going against Detroit. I think that gives a little bit of a boost to Detroit's defense, makes them a playable option. They're still Detroit. They're still Detroit's defense. They're still probably going to burn you. But at 3,100 on FanDuel as the second cheapest defense on the slate, now going against, what is it, Mason Rudolph at quarterback. Um, I now like yeah. the Detroit defense, and now that gives you more room to plug in some higher-priced guys in other areas. That's the only real yeah, change out of this game that I really see because I wasn't really playing many of the Pittsburgh wide receiving options. Maybe Najee Harris, but he's a little too overpriced for me this week, so I don't really have too much Harris going. Um, what are your thoughts on, on this game? Well, I think Najee Harris is a great play. It's just that price tag is scary as hell, right? Like, yeah. we're just looking at crazy, crazy price tag on him. Um, but I think the news helps him a little bit. Deontay Johnson was the other guy that everyone was, was looking at. Um, I think that I think the news hurts him more than anybody, but maybe not even too much because he is like a five-yard and out guy, and that's kind of what they're going to need to do. It's it's going to reduce my um, exposure to Fryer Moose, though. Uh, he was already projected to be the highest on tight end, and I just don't like playing guys like that. I mean, the price tag's right. It didn't get priced up because he was on prime time last week. But I think I'm just going to reduce my exposure to Fryer Moose. And just like you said, Detroit's defense is a play. Um, I like Hawkinson a lot, too, though. I think Hawkinson's getting overlooked, and I think he could absolutely – I think he's one of the guys that have the potential that can break the slate at that position. So um, he's he's under one percent projected ownership right now. That's super low for so, a guy who went in as like a top five tight end uh, projected yeah, I mean, in drafts. It's not like his price tag's out of control. So like he's a guy that could get you. He could break the slate for you. So I think I'm playing some Hawkinson, some Swift, and yeah, like you said, that that Detroit defense. Yeah, a little bit of Swift going. So uh, moving on to a couple other matchups today. Uh, I'm, we don't have to go through all of them, but, you know, we talked about stacks. We talked about our, our favorite matchups. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, you want to build a little lineup here? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So um, let's start with a stack. Well, you got to talk about the Ernest Johnson real quick because that's like the other guy that everybody's playing this week. So that's the other guy that I'm taking the stand on. Um, He's cheap. He makes lineups work. And I just think that the matchup isn't great, even though he's going to get 100% of the touches out of the backfield. I, I'm just taking the stand. I'm fading Dearness Johnson. The guy I'm not taking the stand on and fading is Mark Ingram, who's going to get all the work out of New Orleans. Uh, you got to play at least one of them, so I'm yeah. going to lean Ingram. I'm going to get a little bit of, yeah, I'm not going to fade Johnson completely, but I am I am going to get a little bit of both of them going. And it's a salary saver. I mean, I think uh, Ingram's only like 5K or 5,500 or something like that. So um, Ingram's super yeah. cheap. And so it, it just gives you that elbow room to get two of these top-tier guys into your lineup. Um, you know, I, I love Christian McCaffrey at 9K today. I know we already talked about it, but, you know, so if you want to try to get him and then, bring it back with a top tier wide receiver or one of these uh or if you want to pay up at quarterback then that's uh that that just plays like that and plays like the Detroit defense that that you got to get you know two of these going just to get higher price guys into your lineup 
and those are the plays you're going to have to make. So you're fading Johnson this right. week. I'm not completely. I'm not going to be overexposed to him because I know he's going to be super high owned, and um, I think the Patriots will be able to shut him down for the most part, anyways. But um, you know, at that price, like we said, you got you got to make it work. So uh, let's talk about uh, let's let's build this lineup real quick. So let's go into uh, what stack are we going to go for here with our lineup. Well, it's your call. Do you want to go with with the Dak stack, or do you want to go with the one we didn't talk about, which is Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs? It's yeah. I'm I think this is a going. Diggs week. Um, let, let's do that because we already talked a lot about that Dallas matchup. So let's go Josh Allen going against uh, the Jets. We'll bring it back with Stefan Diggs. And um, I'm not even crazy about getting <laughs> Yeah, I am. I, I would not be I would not be doing that. I mean, the way you beat this Jets team is you run on them. So I'm gonna hope that it's Josh Allen that's doing it with his feet. I mean, you, you get right. you they have to bounce back after the week they had last week against Jacksonville. Like that is an right. absolute embarrassment. They didn't score a single touchdown against the Jaguars. Like that's pathetic. And you're supposed to be a top tier offense. So I expect them to absolutely go out there and just decimate the Jets. You saw what the Patriots did against the Jets. Like they just, this is a team that you can make look absolutely foolish. So um, I do expect uh, Buffalo to bounce back in a big way. So I like the stack. Let's go out. Let's go Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. Let's get Ingram in there. Um, okay. Because we just talked about how we want to get one of these cheaper running backs. And that's going to create some uh, some cap room to get something else. Uh, why don't you uh, grab a, a one of the running backs that you're, you're feeling today? What are you thinking? So then let's go with Dalvin Cook so that we can get exposure for that Minnesota Chargers game. Love it. All right, so we got two more wide receivers, a tight end, uh, our flex position, and our defense. We can just go right ahead and just shoot down and just pop that um, Detroit Lions defense. I know we didn't really talk about defense, but the only defenses I'm really going to play today, I would go with them. I don't mind Tennessee's defense, which I think is going to be way higher owned, but 4100s now that's getting in the range of a price that I don't really want to spend on um, – a defense and then um maybe Philly's defense and I guess Carolina's defense is in play if Kyler Murray doesn't play so just kind of monitor that situation yeah which he's not I, I would say he's not playing okay so we're gonna pop Detroit uh, Detroit in here for now just to give us some more of that headroom and then if we end up with some money left over maybe we'll work, work our way up to Carolina um let's yeah. go with another way we don't have to count Detroit as your pick though you can pick somebody else for oh. yours Thank you. What a delight. Um, so we have – we're going with the Buffalo stack. I'm not interested in bringing it back with anybody on the Jet side. Uh, let's get let's get uh, Michael Pittman in there going against Jacksonville. I expect uh, – I also like that stack. I don't think we talked about Wentz, but I, I get a little bit of Wentz-Pittman going um, for different stacks. But let's stay focused here. So right now our lineup, Josh Allen, Dalvin Cook, Mark Ingram, Stephon Diggs, Michael Pittman, Detroit's defense. Um, we get another wide receiver pick. What are you thinking? Um, let's get our exposure to that Dallas game, and let's take Amari Cooper since he's a little cheaper than CD. All right, we got Amari Cooper in the lineup. We have 11.8 left, so let's talk tight end real quick. And um, I mean, we could probably – I mean, we have 5,900 per right now, so we're going to have to we're gonna have to get a little cute here. We could work Yeah, out. we can go cheap at tight end. So one of my tight end plays this week that we didn't bring up that no one else is bringing up is I'm playing Gerald Everett. Seattle going against Green Bay. The return of Russell Wilson. We'll see how he looks. Yeah, but, I mean, we don't have to do it in a lineup like this. I'm more so doing it in lineups where I'm playing Aaron Jones or Devontae Adams as a bring back. But, right. um, 
we could do we could go Dan pop. Arnold. Ar- yep, I always like or Arnold. Dan Arnold as our bring up bring back for Pittman, and then that gives us sixty seven hundred left for the yeah. flex position. All right, so we could uh, was, uh, go ahead. I mean, we could go Kirk, we could go Sutton, uh, we could go Pollard against Atlanta. Oh my God, we're a hundred short of DJ Moore. <laughs> we uh, literally lose it by a hundred in that spot. That's tough. Um, yeah, um, I'd probably be fine uh, with either Pollard or Sutton here. I'd probably drop down to Judy or Devonta Smith and then just upgrade the defense, to be honest, would be me. Or do we get a or do we do a little super stack here and get Eman Sanders in there? You could do that too. Yeah, I think we double stack. You do, a, do a double stack with no bring back. I don't hate that. Ah, oh, that leaves us a hundred dollars short of, <laughs> of moving to the Panthers. Damn, we're just a hundred dollars short on everything. Uh so our options are Jacksonville at Indy. Washington at Tampa Bay. Nah, I, th- I think we just stick with Detroit there. Anything else you want to Im- improve? I mean, I guess we can get better than Sanders if we wanted to. You think Pollard pulls uh, off a better game? I, I don't know. I mean, Sanders has the ceiling. Pollard has the floor. Oh, you know what we do? Tell okay. me. I know what we do. So we just upgrade Amari up to... Um, can we get up to CD? Bring Amari. Yeah, we can bring Amari up to Yeah, we can bring Amari up to CD. All right, perfect. So we got uh, here's the final lineup. I know we just did a lot of dancing around here, but we have uh, Josh Allen at quarterback. Our running backs are Davlin Cook and Mark Ingram. Wide receivers, we got Stephon Diggs, Michael Pittman, C.D. Lamb. Tight end, we have De- uh, Dan Arnold. And then uh, at flex, we have Emmanuel Sanders, and we're playing the Detroit defense. I am way too heavy on the Detroit defense this week. I'm definitely going to try to shake things up a little bit because um, I know they're going to get burned anyways because that's what Detroit does, and that makes me nervous. So <laughs> Definitely possible, Just, but I don't hate them. as. I'm going to have like probably 20% exposure to them. Out of, I think I'm playing 80 lineups on FanDuel today, so. Yeah, that's good. So I hope that uh, I hope it doesn't. I, I just hope I can make up for it elsewhere in my lineups, and I think we will. And I, I think it's a big week out of Stefan Diggs, so I love that. I also love the the Wentz stack today, but Wentz can burn you as well, just like Detroit can always burn you. But uh, that's that. This episode of the uh, Stack of Smash Fantasy Football Show is brought to you by Hometown Ghost Stories. Make sure you guys swing over on YouTube. Just search Hometown Ghost Stories. Give that show a subscribe also available on itunes spotify stitcher everywhere you get your podcasts great show and uh big episode tonight going live from the conjuring house so if you like spooky stuff paranormal stuff make sure you give hometown ghost stories a follow search them on youtube first but also you know available everywhere soundcloud facebook instagram everywhere to search hometown ghost stories anyways rob thank you for coming on the show good luck today i will see you tonight it'll be exciting yes Good time. All right. Good luck, everybody. All right. We'll see you guys.